Hello everyone, I'm Jen and welcome to another episode of Monogamous Pod. On this week's episode, it is our season finale. And what does that mean? I'm bringing back your old favorite. Sham is back on the podcast this week, everyone, for the finale. We're covering some hot news polyamory topics, which definitely don't go in the direction that you expect, including throwback to season one, episode nine, I believe it was, about the Justice League being gay and poly. Yeah, that's relevant to this episode. But before we dive into that, I want to play an extended clip from an interview I did with Cat Wolf, who works with Alt Playground Behind the Scenes. So Cat, take it away. Today, I have a very important guest here with me. Her name is Kat. You guys might have heard me mention her in a previous episode where I talked about a day on a boat in Florida with a bunch of other podcasters and APG people. Surprise! <laughs> I managed to bring Kat here to talk all things Alt Playground. Hello, Kat. Thanks for joining me. Hello. You're welcome. Thank you for having me. Of course. So why don't you tell the people a little bit about you just so they know who you are and what exactly you do for APG. Oh, what I do is going to be lengthy, but Kat is my actual real name. I think most people that have been around APG know who I am. Those of you that are newer, people that are newer don't necessarily know me. I was with the site from pretty much inception. And again, a little history on APG. We started out as a Yahoo forum. <laughs> Everyone laughs when I say that because Yahoo had forums. Yes, they did. And it started out as a group that just was interested in lifestyle events. And it transformed into a little tiny website that has over the span of 20 plus years grown into what it is with other sites that we have acquired and put under our umbrella to include Love Voodoo and Sexy Mofo. To watch it grow as I have has been interesting to say the least. When you start out with a handful of members and the next thing you look and you've got thousands, it's amazing to watch. But I stepped back from it in about 2000 and 13, early 2013, I really always envisioned APG to go national. That was something that was really important to me. And the owners at the time didn't want to leave the Mid-Atlantic. And I never wanted to leave the Mid-Atlantic because that's our home base. That being said, they didn't ever envision us pushing out into any other areas. And looking into the future, not that I can I have a big crystal ball, but looking into the future, I knew that we needed to expand <clears throat> into other areas. And so I stepped back and life took its course of other things being busy. One thing led to another. And then, of course, we got hit with the pandemic. It changed the scope of my job in real life. I got a phone call from one of the new owners of APG. And this was back in October of 2020 and said, what would you think? We have heard good things about you from some of the people, the previous owners and people that dealt with ABG exclusively. We think that we would work well together. That day I had gotten news that my family in Pennsylvania, my mom, my dad, my uncle, my aunt, and a, a couple of others had gotten diagnosed with COVID. And 
it was a really rough struggle. They recognized that and didn't contact me again until the end of January and said, look, we really would like you to consider coming back on board with APG. And at that point, I agreed. And I went from zero to six. I had to have emergency surgery. And after surgery, I'm on a plane going to Florida to Secrets Hideaway, which by the way, I adore. And dealing with some stuff, promoting the site and going, okay, I'm on one week out of major surgery and here I am in Florida. This is awesome. And it was, but of course, feeling comfortable in your own skin a week out from surgery and you're just not sure this is a good idea, but my doctors didn't give me permission. And here I am. It's been not long, but I feel like I'm back at home. APG has always been what I consider home base. And we have spent time, I have spent time rebooting meet and greets. Originally, I came on to do club coordination and open up lifestyle clubs across the country, which excited me because that's where I always saw us going. That being said, APG meet and greets have always been important. People absolutely love to have a venue where they can go that they know it's just members and it's out in public. Of course, everyone behaves and everybody knows this is we're just getting together, having some wine or we're getting together at a brewery or whatever the case may be. And especially as we come out of this pandemic to the point that people are actually getting to get out in the United States, it's huge because people are just begging for a way to get back in real touch with people they haven't seen in 15 months. We rebooted them in May. We have winery events that seem to be extremely popular. I have one coming up on the 12th and we've got a event going on at the MGM Grand in the National Harbor. We will also be supporting Taboo's reopening finally after 15 months. They're, they get to reopen. TPA, we will be um, celebrating with them for their 20th anniversary. So there's a lot going on. As far as my title goes, I don't, I'm, I, I wish I could answer that. Right now, I, I call myself <laughs> the event director club coordinator and admin. I kind of take care of a lot of things, including moving our, which a lot of people don't know about. We have a promo bus that's been in Florida since February. It was being repaired. It's now ready to go back on the road. It's an absolutely gorgeous bus. And it's going to appear at some of these venues, obviously not vanilla venues, but it'll appear at lifestyle clubs. And it's a hospitality bus that people can get on and just, it's a gorgeous place. And if you're not a member and you want to become a member, it's a way to sign up and meet some people that are with APG and can also answer questions about the lifestyle in general. Because some people will go to a lifestyle club just because they've never been in there, curious. They may not be part of the lifestyle. 
But what we try to put out there and the thing that I really love now is that we are not just couples and single females and single males. And that's what we have gone from. And what we are is our motto and logo on everything is open people click here. It's polyamory. It's being non-monogamous. Let's be honest. That's what this is about. It's embracing the culture that we have evolved into, which is not just male and female. It's not just a single female and a couple. You might be a permanent thruple. There are terms that I've had to learn because they didn't exist 10 years ago. So seeing what we have become versus what we were is exciting to me and to push that forward and be as diverse and welcome everybody. This is not, we are not about just one group of people. We are about everybody. We want everybody to come to an event or join APG and know that they are welcome. It doesn't matter who you are, what you are, what your beliefs are, what your sexual preferences are. And there are sites, unfortunately, there are people that believe that that's not okay. And we do not believe that. We are as open as we can be and strive to stay that way. And that's become the philosophy with APG is we don't care what your background is. We don't care about what your sexual preference is. And we certainly don't care about, I really only want to deal with these people. Okay, that's fine. But when we get to an event, watching all of the dynamics come together is amazing because you've got so many different groups of people that are literally, and that's why we have our open people click here because you watch them just come together because everybody's in it for different reasons, but they're all in the same lifestyle. They're all, they all have some kind of similar belief and watching them come together is to me, to this day, amazing to watch. And it's fun to watch and it's fun to participate and watch people open up and go, oh, you like that? Big things coming for APG. Mm -hmm. And I think that you will see us popping up in some really exotic places that is going to (laughs) set some people um, sideways a little bit because they're going to go, what? They're where? So we do have some exotic locations coming. We also are looking at things like Vegas. So there's a lot that's going to be happening that is going to not just be good for us, but good for the lifestyle and poly community just because there's just going to be so many different things to choose from that everyone from every different corner should be able to say, oh, that's the event I want to go to. So I look forward to the surprises that are coming that we're going to be able to show people what we're looking at and what we're doing and the clubs that we're in and people going, oh, APG's there? 
that for me is very exciting to be able to show and I really look forward to it and again I just my heart has always been behind APG and it's been many years of doing it and being involved that drives me more than anything and meeting people such as yourself and forming a relationship of that you have someone else to talk to and you just there are so many places coming that I'm hoping that people and I always tell people you can always reach out to me at my email because sometimes people well I don't want to join the site just ask a question we don't have to you can contact me on my email I'm always happy to steer you in the right direction maybe we're for you and maybe we're not we don't want people to join that then are disappointed that why did I join this this is not for me for whatever reason maybe we there's not enough presence in their area it's that kind of stuff that's just huge for who you are as a person because you can say you have many friends in and out of the lifestyle and now you get to actually go hang out with them again oh this is amazing. <laughs> I know for me, that's huge. Yes. So, We're so excited. I, Let's get out there. So we will be there. Or, I mean, there are so many places coming that I'm hoping that people, and I always tell people, you can always reach out to me at my email because sometimes people, well, I don't want to join the site. Just ask a question. We don't have to. You can contact me on my email. I'm always happy to steer you in the right direction. Maybe we're for you and maybe we're not. We don't want people to join that then are disappointed that why did I join this? This is not for me. For whatever reason, maybe we, there's not enough presence in their area. And that's going to happen until we get a bigger population of people in every one of these cities and suburbs. And that's not an easy task when you have been strictly a mid-Atlantic company for many years and over the last three years have been expanding and as you've taken on other sites such as Love Voodoo who already had that elsewhere is getting them to understand that we are now Love Voodoo is now part of us and that means we're in a lot of the areas that they were in including Louisiana it's a good time to be part of this community oh, for a lot of Absolutely. Absolutely. This expansion seems to be going well. Of course, we know it's slow rolling, but I look forward to the day where I can be just about anywhere and find APG people all over the world. That's what I'm looking forward to. And that's my goal is to make sure that, that happens. That's been my biggest thing of being part of APG and working for APG is to get us in as many spaces as possible. So keep looking because we're coming and we're still going to be big in Mid-Atlantic, but we are looking to get other cities and get our beautiful bus rolling and out there and show people that we mean business for this. If people want to check out APG, if they're want to just ask you a personal question what how best can they connect you i'm easy to find it's cat kt at altplayground.net 
it doesn't get much easier than that. Thank you so much for agreeing to come on, talk about APG, talk about the future and what we can expect. I will definitely drop the link to how to contact you in the show notes so people can just reach out to you for a question or two. And uh, once again, thanks so much for being here. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Now, let's dive into the conversation with Sham. I'm Jen. I'm Sham. And... We're monogamous. We're monogamous. Not quite. We're, we're a bit rusty. We haven't done this Very in a minute. Very rusty. I, I haven't had to say, I'm like, I'm Jen. This is monogamous pot. Like, mm-hmm. super casual, throwing it out there in the world. Hey, this is what's up. But yes, I'm sure you have realized that we have a special, yet familiar friend back on the airwaves with us yeah hey everybody i realized just jumping in at the intro there might have been confusing for some people but yeah i'm here i'm back from getting cigarettes (laughs) you're back from this corner store (laughs) yeah i just went out i I told you i'll be coming back (laughs) and i came back eventually i love what you've done with it it's very nice Uh, very lovely yeah yeah i've done some redecorating done a little retooling Mm -hmm. here and there you like it oh it was very nice very nice a lot of a lot of what's i think the feng shui Feng shui is very nice. Uh, yeah. You That's know, right. Brilliant. Setting the ambiance and all that. Yeah. But yes, you are back. This is our season finale. So obviously it made sense. Duh. Hey, I had to do something big. Kind of big. And by big, we're doing the exact same thing we did at the very beginning. But hey, it's something. You know, it counts. It counts. So we're back. We're talking about poly news. Is there anything new happening in your poly life, Sham? My poly life? Actually, <laughs> we didn't discuss this before, but... Yeah, for the longest while I'll do this podcast, I'm poly, but there's not much going on in my life because things are just slow. And then out of nowhere, I have not a new partner, but a new potential partner. Like, you know, Ooh. on the internet, I mean, this weird flirtationship with someone like over the internet and just, it just went from zero to 100 real quick. Started with like exchange of nudes and flirtationships over the internet. And then, yeah, <laughs> I was like, oh, oh, is this somebody that I'm connected to now. It's crazy. And see, this is where being poly is great because I was nervous at first. And you know who was there to support me in this? My wife, who was just like, you can do it. I believe in you. Come on, don't worry. Just say this. Just do that. It's fine. And then similarly, up to last week, (laughs) I was hit up by an old flame, like someone, like old friends at Benefit, was just, hey, so what are you up to? And I was like, uh whatever you're up to and then yeah but of course i this being my first time in a while like first time doing anything outside of the marital home in a while i'll just build shit i don't know what how this works again how does pussy work i don't know i know how wife's pussy work but not wife's pussy and she was like just chill you got this here's what you do (laughs) you just you just go back to your natural instincts just like you used to and yeah so I will definitely say that's one high benefit of being poly is just that if you have, you can have your actual partner can be your support with other partners. And that was very great for me because if I had to just do this on my own, I would be out of my mind. It's like how, how, how I don't even know how this works. So yeah, that's what's going on with my life. <laughs> yeah. You got a lot happening. This is all very new and exciting. Okay, I'm I mean, interested. I, if I had to come back with something with a bang. I couldn't just come back boring. You know, I'd be like, hey, guess what? <laughs> News. 
information okay. stories. Okay. Yeah. I was talking to Pages last time, of course, about how my virginity streak was broken. Because oh, oh. obviously the cobwebs have been cleared. We're oh. free. Oh, finally. And, Amen. <laughs> right? It, it only took two fucking years for that to happen. But it happened. And so that was exciting. And so it's just other non-monogamous people that I have friendships with, but also casual sex ships, which yes. I'm, I'm cool with. And it's funny that you mentioned an old flame popping up into your life over the weekend or previously, because one of, not an old flame, but someone that was a... We should have done this before, but never got that happened oh, last week. Yeah, I know what those are. Yeah, those are it's like we kind of situation. should have done this before. I mean, I've gone down on you. We've played around, but we haven't actually had the PNV. So the PNV yeah. happened. Went all the and way. <laughs> we went all the way. We went all the way. And that was interesting just because I don't even want to say, oh, there's so much hype and expectation because there wasn't. It was just, it's one of those things. And I have now decreed that I am one of their girlfriends, but that's just because I'm a troll. Oh, of course. <laughs> I'm just trolling. So I'm like, oh yeah, I'm now girlfriend number three. So live with that. Oh, they're living their best life. If you're coming yeah, out right? three. <laughs> oh yeah. I was like, I don't actually need anything from you or want anything from you. I just, I'm just here to be messy. That's fine. So if something happens, I can now just throw out, excuse me, sorry, what number girlfriend are you? Because I'm number three. I don't think you belong here. Oh, God. That is big. What's her name with Bob Marley? <laughs> Cindy Breakspear energy. Yep. <laughs> big Cindy Breakspear energy. I'm all up in this shit. Like, absolutely not, sir. I'm sorry. I am girlfriend number three. And what number are you? Yeah, okay, no. number five. I'm going to need you to chill for a sec. <laughs> like, I'm going to need you to relax. Well, How about that? Pulling rank. How about that? Mm-mm-mm. And it's not even my man. Like I said, I just, I just feel like being problematic. But it's okay. I accept this about myself. <laughs> it's, it's all in good fun. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Sometimes I, mean, I miss. Sometimes I miss is good. Listen, he's fine with it. He knows that I'm just joking. So we're all totally fine there. Mm. But there is just, there's stuff happening. Exercising. Yeah. Ex- exercising. Working just, those old muscles you haven't used in a while. Just trying to get back into my finest fittest form of course and then the other thing happening which happened today actually is another and eh, we never did this but we probably should have a long time ago popped up and was just like i want you to take control of me oh and i was like i can do that oh this is very eventful i feel like long time yeah. listeners are just like oh finally this is what we wanted from episode one <laughs> But y'all too yeah. just boring with y'all no sex having lives. Listen, I, this is I was doing some long distance yeah. domination. Oh I will say, but not like I realized that when I had Lotus on, he talked about being a sensual dom, and I was like, Yeah, that's probably like more of what I am as well. I'm mm. not an aggressive personality in that way. I'm, you're such a good boy, kind of dom. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's definitely a dom type. I know that, that method of doming. Yeah. So, I don't know. We'll see how that 
progresses. But that's my update. I said that literally that just happened today. It happened today. There was no room to talk about it before because it wasn't a thing before like five hours ago. So yeah, this podcast came at the exact right time where we both have news and both have updates. How about that? Yes, yes, it is perfect. But of course, we want to dive into the most important topic that we will ever discuss on this podcast. Yes, it's about Batman being gay. Kidding. It's about him going down this in no. an earlier round. It's funny. When Jen first approached me, she was like, so you need to bring back for some very important news. And I was like, what is it? I'm here for it. Whatever it is you need me for. And she's like, oh, yeah, Batman, does he eat pussy? And I was like, okay, I guess I would be the expert on this. Not even expert. I would be the person to discuss this with. And this yeah. does go back to our our origins, because I believe within the first couple of episodes, we, we did a few, like, mm-hmm. you know, these superheroes, are they, are they really in a thing? You were pushing strongly for the Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman throuple. Yep. Yes, I was. I still maintain that that is a thing. <laughs> but now that we know that Batman also goes down on well, Catwoman. Or doesn't. <laughs> I mean, well, okay. Let's, if you somehow have not heard the news or been like seeing the memes and everything that's come out of this, I'll try to give you a quick summary of what's going on. Recently, it came out that the writers of the cartoon show Harley Quinn, which is on HBO Max, which is an adult comedy set in the DC universe, said that one of the things that they had a problem with when they were writing the show is that they had a scene where Batman goes down on Catwoman. And DC responded, you got to take that out because Batman can't do that. That's not what heroes do. Which okay, that it seems like only little... heroes should be doing it. But all right, that's it. That, 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 who says that? I don't understand what specifically about going down is against the hero's code. Batman has some rules, you know. He you know he doesn't kill. We know he's like against guns or whatever. But eating pussy was where he draws the line. How does that work? Listen, Batman is selfish, apparently. Batman is selfish and doesn't believe in pleasing his partner. And that's why he will not go down according to DC. However, I'm just saying, I feel like Batman would make it his mission to do something like this just to prove he is better than somebody else at doing it. That's definitely true. He would definitely find a way to to just say, hey, oh, somebody is better than me? No, I am vengeance. I'm going to. Exactly. With conviction, but uh, I just, yeah, personally, as a Batman fan, I can't understand why they would take such a stance against this. I would understand if they were saying Batman doesn't do anything sexual, but that is not the case because <laughs> there has been many issues where Batman gets down and dirty with Catwoman. He's getting it. He's getting it yeah. quite a bit. Like recently, a couple of years ago, there was a recent issue of Batman where it ended with him and Catwoman having sex. And it was in the news because it was salacious. It was literally Batman and Catwoman in like in their costumes, but it was half out and she was like Catwoman squeezing a nipple. It was very, it was very sexy. So it's not like Batman is this holistic, doesn't do sex person. So they, they've established Batman has sex. There was also this one comic where they're trying to do Batman is serious and adult where Batman takes off his costume and Batman's dick. This is in the news. I remember this. And it was just like, it, it, like, why would you put Batman's dick in a comic book if you're trying to say, oh, heroes don't do certain things? But no, he sure to show his dick, though. And for anyone wondering, Batman is, is he's pretty well hung. He's not, you know, 
<laughs> it's not overdoing it. <laughs> but you can go if you Google Batman's, they probably find a lot of stuff. But there is one official image that is Canon Batman's dick, and it's out there. So I'm just looking at all of this and thinking, Batman is a hero. Batman fucks. Batman should also suck. So I'm fully in the camp that Batman should eat pussy. I don't know why you'd be against it. One of the best tweets I saw was, if Batman doesn't eat pussy, why do, why is the, the mouth the only part of his mask that's shown? You know, Spider-Man I mean, is a full mask. Batman could have done that too. No, I need my mouth open because, hey, you don't know what's going to happen. You don't know what I'm going to come across out in these streets. This is not where I saw the conversation going. Somehow, some way, I did not picture us talking about Batman's dick at all. I mean, I, I'm sorry. I just here, here we are. Had a lot of opinions and I have a lot of feelings about Batman. Apparently, more than I thought I did. I'm just <laughs> hey, heroes eat pussy. Is is all I have to say on that. Heroes eat pussy. Villains don't, but heroes definitely do. Yeah, and if any, if anyone's wondering, like the Harley Quinn show is a fully adult TV show. There's cursing, there's sex, there's everything. So it's not even like they try to eat pussy on the animated series. No, this is a totally adult show. This I had talked about the show previously i believe because yeah harley and poison ivy right yeah they're in a thing and there's a moment where poison ivy was still with her husband but also dating harley there was a bit of a poly connection there so yeah Yeah, but yeah yeah, batman eats pussy (laughs) batman definitely eats pussy and val kilmer agrees so val kilmer definitely played a batman in a batman movie oh yeah put that out there so val kilmer has played batman and he believes that man eats pussy he's like yeah batman definitely eats pussy (laughs) Oh, yeah. And we will definitely be posting one of the lovely series of images I was able to find on the internet. Oh, God. Because, okay, so there is a question as to where the original image came from, right? If this is sanctioned or if a DC comic drawer did it, we don't know. But the add-ons of people behind it is worth it. Yeah. The origins came from Zack Snyder, the director of the last night Justice League movie, the big one that just came out the other day. And he just posted up this image of Batman between Catwoman's legs. It just said canon. And if you look, like the art is very, it looks straight out of a comic book, like proper canon comic book. So it's like, where, where did he get it? Did he literally call a comic book artist to make this correct? And then he posted it on the internet. And if you out there are familiar with the internet that nothing is sacred for any for, for too long. And it just, people kept getting added to the image in interesting ways. And I'll just say that Jen will post the her, I'll her post favorite, my favorite version of it. <laughs> yeah. Just know it, it, it didn't end with just Batman and Catwoman. It ended in something more appropriate for this show that you're listening to right here yes yes there was no monogamy happening in that image at the end (laughs) never monogamy never monogamy no we're good we're good on that and that's why it's hilarious which so i'm gonna segue a little bit out of batman because we've already agreed that batman goes down that's definitely for sure and i want to talk to you about the image we have this image it's a thing and this extension image that I will post for you guys now ties into a mongoose photographer who ended up snapping a photo of squirrels having a threesome in a tree. Oh, boy. This image. I can't even imagine what this photographer was thinking when he saw this. this yeah. Not, oh, mm-hmm. the, the, <laughs> the squirrel in the wild. <laughs> 
getting his no. nuts. Two of them look like they're getting their nuts. Yeah. So it's it's a train. It's a train, guys. Yeah. It's, a train. it's so it's three squirrels. What I asked? Well, I'm not sure what the the squirrel at the front was. I assume it was a female squirrel, but we have no way of knowing because these squirrels were just in for what was whatever was going down. So female squirrel at the front, male squirrel behind them, just typical humping you'd see on your nature documentary, and then. A third squirrel was just like, hey, what's happening here? Y'all got room for one more? <laughs> and he found himself some room. And yeah, the three of them were having a grand old time just you in know, this. I just, I don't know. I don't want, I don't think the one at the front is a girl squirrel. Oh, you don't? They could all be, they could all I, be male squirrels. I don't. They could all be male squirrels or. The one at the front is just the dude who's propping up the girl squirrel so the other dude squirrel can bang her. Oh, that we think anything is possible. This image just lets you know that I guess dreams can come true. Anything is possible in nature. Don't limit yourself by what you think is possible because, wow. Yeah, they're doing their thing. And this photo was taken in South Africa. He was on safari in South Africa. It's an American photographer, obviously. And yeah, taking pictures of mongoose and then just happened to walk up into the squirrel threesome. And it's just, okay, all right, why not? We're just going to do this. So they said it could be female, male, male, or it could be like a dominance display, or it could be three males or two males vying for a female's attention. And one male got there late. It, it could be a lot of things. There's one be... way to get female attention. <laughs> right. It's Let just... me show how you, how good I am at fucking by fucking this man who is currently yeah. fucking you. <laughs> Listen, you never know. Hey, we've all had those times. <laughs> Sometimes I just add the orgy and I just like, I'm just looking for a friendly hole. Whichever hole will take me, or is yeah. this hole consenting to my penis? In there, I go. It could just be like that. It could be just like that. Yeah. So squirrels have threesomes, and then there are, of course, some other animals in the animal kingdom who engage in what you what you call them again. I'm just non-monogamous. I learned ex- so much exclusive. this like this week. I was oh. like, this like no. Planet Earth, uh, Discovery Channel, none of these like nature documentaries have pre- prepared me for any of this. I thought I knew the whole story. I did not. You did not. You did not. Because no. I bet you didn't know that flamingos frequently form same-sex partnerships or triads. bet you didn't know that. I definitely did not know that. That's in- that must be interesting to see. Because the flamingos are so graceful and like they do the leg thing. How would it even mate? <laughs> That's a very interesting question. I've never actually thought about how flamingos fuck. Why? They like they like stand on their le- their one leg for most of the time, so to say. Like, yeah, maybe is a flamingo a kind of goose because geese also sometimes do triads. I, I don't know. Flamingos are weird in the whole in the bird animal kingdom. Maybe. Sorry. Yeah. Now, see, we're hung up on what animals do yeah. what. And squirrels have threesomes. Flamingos also have same sex partnerships and triads. Geese also have something similar we all know about the evilness that are dolphins they also yeah. do triads and other such things um apparently bonobo monkeys are almost all bisexual it's see that's interesting because bonobo monkeys i believe are one of the species that humans look to like these are one of our closer 
related like species in the animal mm-hmm. kingdom or as bonobos do this and that's something similar to what we do there is an evolution theory that we did evolve from monkeys and bonobos yeah. do also have sex for pleasure yeah. i think most animals that people study don't seem to have sex for pleasure they have sex for mating purposes yeah that's like we i think bonobos baby. just fuck whenever they want yeah it's like get that nut <laughs> yeah, we don't get that nut. But yeah, now that we're being creepy with bestiality, because that's really where this is like tending into. No, 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 like, no. We're, we're, we're going we're, down we're a path. sticking to our species. That's, we're that's sticking that. to our own species. So we've talked about Batman going down. We've talked about animals. What's that other thing that you found recently, Sham? Oh, this story. I don't even know how to introduce this because we always talk about trying to normalize certain parts of non-monogamy and polyamory and we try not to shame anybody's version of it but let's just go there this man (laughs) a religious leader he had 39 wives and from those wives he had 94 children 33 grandchildren i guess they were less productive than he was he recently died and his wives refused to bury him because they're afraid he would come back. And I don't know. I mean, like, I, resurrection is a thing, I guess, if you're Jesus. But if you, I guess if you can convince 39 people to, 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 to marry and get impregnated by you, they must think you're some kind of Jesus or something. Or just a very good partner. But I don't, that's what was happening here because once you hear crazy, well, I didn't say crazy, but once you hear religious leader, it's just, your mind goes in one direction. And I think this is the correct direction. Yeah. He did do a lot of good for his village because him being this polygamous faith leader, whatever, put his village on the map because he is from a village in India. So they get tourism based on that. They It's famous, I guess, for his... Imagine fucking so much that you cult? become a tourist attraction. Because it, it's Goals. a cult, let's Goals. be honest here, yeah, it's right? <laughs> it's like a 2,500-member Christian sect. His family was often said to be the world's largest, although the claim has been disputed and no one can really prove it. But the village relied on the tourism attraction that he and his family and their massive lilac colored house slash museum does and he inherited the title of sect leader so i guess his grandfather formed it and then it was just passed down so he took over as the eldest grandson his name is ziona by the way or zion a yeah yeah ion lion zion i guess it's interesting that's I will I would say, say, I like the house. The, of, of all this, this is uh, one of those polyamorous dreams where it's like, if you have a giant polycule with multiple partners, this is what you're looking for. It's multi-leveled. You, you, like, you could have one set of people on one level and then like your partner's down here, her partner's up above, and then you're in the middle or something. And I'm just thinking of the ways I, if I lived in this living situation, this would be perfect to me and the wife were in this room, my girlfriend's downstairs, her husband is over there and all the fun ways that you could mix and match with this house. So I'll give them respect for, for like the living situation. They made the best for it. They, they all lived in one house. Can you imagine yeah. if some of our, like our grandparents back in the day 
who have all the kids about the place if they just tried to make it in one giant house. No, yeah, that would be work. a horrible idea. It'd be, horrible. it'd be funny, but it'd be horrible. Yes, it would be funny and horrible. You're quite then, correct. You're quite and then, correct. And then we're just growing up and just, hey, let's go back to my childhood home. Look at it. Oh, it's a skyscraper. Did your family live in one of the rooms? No, our family lived in the entire thing. And it's, oh. Hmm. Yeah, you, just, you keep your relatives close. Yeah. So it's it was a very interesting story. I was just very confused. The headline is, he might be resurrected. Yeah, that's <laughs> like, the, next that's thing. the headline. Like, aside, what, what are they expecting to happen? And also, why, why I've lost a couple of loved ones. I, I, I don't know. I would be... I'm not saying I want them to come back as a zombie or something, but if resurrection is a possibility, like in the way like Jesus did, that doesn't seem like a bad thing. Was he just a dick? <laughs> Where they're just like, no, we want to get rid of him completely. We don't want the chance of him coming back even to be introduced. So we're not burying him because he's going to come back and we don't want to deal with him. Yeah, I mm, listen, it, it's a hot mess. It's a hot mess. I respect their choices. Yeah, so, we were, it, it seemed to work for them based on what you said. They lived a pretty good life. They were getting money from tourism and stuff. And like the pictures, they all seem that no one's living in you know, poverty. It, it worked for them. And if it works for them, like, how can we fault them? Good for you. Yeah, good for you guys. I'm sorry for your loss. Please bear, yeah, that's... bear that man or do, do something. I, I, what, did they say what they're doing with his body? Him? Arrangements are ha- no, the funeral arrangements have to continue. Like They couldn't decide to bury him, but I'm pretty sure they can go ahead and do that. Like, I'm pretty sure the village and everybody else can decide that. I hope they're not keeping him. Uh, no, they can't keep enough. him. I think we're past the... Yeah, no, <laughs> this... Okay, this... We're past that point. Please stop. This this article came out two weeks ago. Like, he must be buried by now or burned or whatever it is they were they doing. Did, they did something with him. Got it. Yes. They they do whatever. But, Jano, you'll also never know what happened in the house, what kind of living circumstances they really had, or if they even actually had to sleep with him. Like, who knows? But we will keep y'all in our thoughts and prayers and uh, we press on we press on so the last super fun media topic that we have to discuss is amelia Earhart's letter to george putnam setting out the terms for their marriage in 1931 i don't know if this was confirmed but i know i've definitely heard it alluded to that she may have been a lesbian of some sort like she was queer but yeah, like she was in the she was in the family, huh? Yeah, it wasn't confirmed because it's it's 1931. <laughs> How do you confirm that thing? Like, j- j- there's no Twitter, there's nowhere to leak that kind of stuff. You just have to be in the know. But somehow it yeah. was hinted at. But she was betrothed. Yes, and yes. She had a very clear letter to this man. She says, "We're gonna be married." So I'm gonna lay down some ground rules of how this is gonna work. So basically, she's saying, me being married is going to mess with my work, which is the flying and all that. So I'm not into this shit, but I have to get married. So whatever. And so on our life together, I want you to understand that I shall not hold you to any medieval code of faithfulness to me, nor shall I consider myself bound to you similarly. If we can be honest, I think difficulties may arise, may best be avoided. You or I become interested deeply or in passing in anyone else that's pretty plain hey i'm not tied down mm-hmm. to you you're not tied down to me if we find someone else we're just gonna work with that and hey 
it's all good. So please let, let us not interfere with each other's work or play. <laughs> I like that, or play. Nor let the world see our private joys or disagreements. In this connection, I may have to keep some place where I can go all be by myself now and then, for I cannot guarantee to endure at all times the confinement of even an attractive cage. I should say she can't. This living in the same house, same bed thing is not going to work for her, which is similar to something you've said in the past, Jen. Yes. Yep. You want your own place. You want your own bed. You want mm-hmm. your fine being with your partner or partner sometimes, but you just need somewhere that is yours, even if it's a whole separate house. Especially if it's a whole separate house. I need like, that desperately. That's ideal. <laughs> listen, and then my favorite line of this, aside from the whole, listen, let's not interfere with the other's work or play. Oh, yes. Love that. And on our life together, I want you to understand I should not hold you to any medieval code of faithfulness to me. Same. My best thing is I must extract a cruel promise, and that is you will let me go in a year if we find no happiness together. And mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah. You're that's saying it. she's gonna do this for a year. If it don't work out, it don't work out. But I'm do- I'm doing this because I, I assume she had to. I don't know what the situation was. It seems like he really wanted to marry her because it closes in saying, I will try to do my best in every way and give you that part of me you know and seem to want. I was like, that's interesting. Yeah, very relevant to, to our conversation because this is very clearly a non-monogamous situation. At least that's what she was seeking because she's like, well, I'm, I, I will be married to you because I have to, it seems. But I'm going to keep my options open. <laughs> yeah, I think you you should leave the door open. I will leave the door open. Yeah. And if we both feel like walking out the door, let's just walk out the door. That's it. Yeah, and it, 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 it seems to me that she must have had something already lined up or something in the cards. Or she's just, okay, I need to make this clear from now because I already have something that's working for me and I don't need you messing with it. So this would further go to the theory that she was a lesbian or bisexual because if it was another man, I assume she would just marry the other man because that would be in keeping with whatever societal norms are around at the time. Unless there was some weird, I don't know, pride and prejudice. He, he's out of her class system or whatever. Or whatever. maybe he was married to somebody else. Or there's that. I didn't even think about that. That's a possibility as well. But yeah, this is a, a very interesting agreement, especially for 1931. I don't think you, you hear about these kind of things like back in those days. Back in those days, you're just, you're married, you listen to your husband, you do what he says, and you're seen, you're not heard. Shout out to her for the speaking like, nah. I'm not about that life. How about we're married, but I go do my thing. You go do your thing. And if we're not happy within a year, cut this. <laughs> it's over. Yeah. I mean, I get it. And I don't want to say it never, it probably never happened in 1931. These things probably happen all the time because nothing yeah. is new in sex and relationships. I appreciate her standing firm in her convictions and writing that all down. Mm. If it's a fake letter, I don't want to hear about that. That's not what I care about. Like yeah. I'm just treating it like it's real. Yes, because it's awesome. (laughs) Yes, exactly that. Exactly that. So those are like the really hot topics, and hot is relative, I guess, if we're being super honest here, (laughs) that are happening right now in non-monogamy land. The other thing that I think we should talk about is the fact that it was Pride Month for all of June. Oh, yeah. And I have not had a big fat gay orgy 
and disappointing me and my homegirl. And my homegirl is my vagina. Oh, that is unfortunate. How could this happen? This must be some kind of homophobia. We're going to have right? to get the courts on this. We need Absolutely. somebody to be sued for this hate crime against your vagina. It, it is a hate crime against girl. my vagina. Disrespectful. Like, Pride Month is over now. And no big gay orgy. That's just damn it's, her, it's It's hurting me. It's hurting us so badly. I don't know what to do. I am trying to have a devil's threesome, though. Oh. Not. Yeah. Ooh. Okay, so... This is a quick last minute insert. Did, did you see the story that was happening on Jamaican Twitter about the threesome? I did not. So now you must tell me everything. Oh, really? <laughs> There's a gossip site where a woman was telling the story of how she had a threesome with her man and another man. And during the threesome, her man decided to <laughs> suck the dick of the other man in the threesome. Now... She did not know at the time that her man was, I guess, by or even considering having any kind of sexual contact with the other man. She probably she was expecting it to be like the typical devil's threesome that you would see in most straight porn, which is just two men interacting with only the woman and minimal to zero interaction between the two men outside of a high five. <laughs> so this was all about Twitter for a day or was just like, wait a minute. <laughs> is what's going on and some people were of course being homophobic some people were being like hey if you go to a threesome everybody's got to be involved everybody's got to be doing something this is not this is not no spectator sport if you're in there you're in there for it <laughs> so yeah uh shout out to, to <laughs> that man it's like surprise guess i didn't know it's about me but you know i've always wanted to try dick so here's my living channel. his truth living yeah, his truth right. listen i have if you want to live your truth, you should definitely do that. However, I will say surprising your partner during a sexual activity, hoping that they will forget is probably not the best way to do that. Yeah, as we always said, communication is very important. Please, if you're going to have any kind of threesome or any kind of contact with a partner outside of your the partner you're currently having, just just discuss what's going on. Just let, let everyone know what to expect. Sometimes you like to keep things sexy and surprising. But there are some things that you should probably mention before you do them. Just, yeah. yeah. Just slide that in there. Just be like, hey, <laughs> I, mean, I know we're having did. this threesome with these, this other dude. Just want to let you know. I might go walk, walk on that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> Just like, oh, oh, I'm sorry. Um, what was that? You might go what? Look, look. Oh, God. I got to isolate that one. That's a. <laughs> it's a winner. I know. That's a, that's a song but yeah. I know that you're like telling me this whole story. I feel like I glimpsed this, but there must have been something else happening at the same time. Yeah, like it's, maybe it's I had to work or something. Yeah, it's one of those like heavy days on Twitter. But yeah, so so you're planning to have a a devil's threesome? Are you trying to have a one of those yeah. devil's threesomes or just a? Uh, I mean, stand? if they if they want to get down like that, I'm not gonna stop them. But these two dudes are like they say they're straight, so you know. Okay, so you're working with what, what, what they say. You're not you're not pushing yeah. for it. But if it yeah. happens, you're not gonna be mad. Listen, I'm not going to be mad. Yeah, whatever feels good. As long as no one feels bad, it's all worth it. Yeah, as long as you get yours and everybody else gets theirs. You know. Yeah, exactly. So we'll see what happens. It's a vague plan right now. Like, the people are aware, but our schedules don't align. So. Uh, scheduling. That's always a thing in non-monogamy, I find. Like being an adult about, also fucking sucks. Yeah. So let's take all the words of being an adult with all the things we have to do. 
I just add sex to that and it just gets even more complicated. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's a lot. But that's sorted out. And so now that is our catch up. Like, that's yeah. wild. <laughs> I was like, damn, okay, all right. So let's talk a bit about season three and going forward. You guys have probably figured it out by now, but we can officially say that Sham is not a full-time member of the podcast. Yeah, if you haven't figured it out by now, you must. I mean, but to say it officially, yeah. um, Yeah. I'm still in the family. I'm still a part. I'm still here for you. I I, I still love kids. I still love you. I'm still a part of this family. I'm just not going to be in the house as much. Yeah. Um, but you can still come to my house sometimes on the weekends. I'll still give you <laughs> every other holiday. Yeah, stuff. Yeah, so Sham is just not a full time voice on the pod anymore, and mm. that also ties into the other news about season three, which will be coming this fall. Which is that we're going down from doing weekly episodes to twice a month. Surprise! Yeah, you're probably like what? And I was like, yeah, girl. Yeah, because I don't know if you guys know this, but like we've been doing weekly episodes minus a couple of gaps here and there with moving and seasonal breaks and whatever for two years. Yeah, it's been a while. Like, like we have almost 80 episodes. That's crazy to think about. Just making this stuff come out every week. It was a lot of work. When I was doing my previous job, it was way easier because I had a lot more free time. And then when I went to my other job, it was like, you have zero time. You have zero time whatsoever. This is not working, ma'am. You don't even have time to sleep. How dare you try to put out a weekly podcast? And then moving and all the stuff. We're also in a fucking pandemic and life fucking happens. I don't don't know if you guys noticed, but the pandemic happening, as much as America is trying to make it seem like it's going away, it's not really going away. It's still happening. So it's, Uh, it's affecting our lives. Yeah, and so for like, yeah, mental health and being able to put out quality content, it just means like having to make those changes and those sacrifices. So reducing the amount of episodes for season three, just giving you guys a heads up so you guys know in advance. Also, you figured it out, but since SoundCloud is so expensive and we are not cheap, it means that we're finally going to focus on putting our shit on YouTube. Remember when it used to be easy to upload shit to YouTube? It's not easy anymore. Yeah. That's going to be some work because it's going to be the new stuff. But we also want to put the, the, the whole catalog on YouTube. So that's going to take some. Yeah. It's going to take some time. <laughs> yeah. I'm working on doing the old catalog first because since going on this hiatus for a couple of months so that your girl doesn't collapse over her desk or anything. Yeah, then we don't want that. So Sham and I are focusing behind the scenes on getting up old episodes, but video takes so long to export when your computer is, uh, and your internet is, uh, really upsetting. I didn't even remember how bad this was. And I was like, this is why I never wanted to do YouTube, but this is where people listen to podcasts now. So here we are. Yeah. It's one of those things you don't think about. You're just like, oh, I can be a YouTuber. Just upload the video. And then you start uploading. I was like, why is it taking so long? What, what is exporting? What is happening? Yeah. Yeah. It's not great. You think. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So there'll be also new logo coming, new merch coming to the merch shop. Some old merch is going to go by or be very specific for Patreon only. So. Ooh, exclusive. That. 
that's some stuff to look out for. So there'll be some retro, quote unquote, merch that'll be just for Patreon. If you guys want access to that, you can head over to patreon.com slash monogamishpod. Become a patron, get that bonus content, and eventually get that special retro merch just for you. Yeah, I think for the most part, that's all. Sham, even though you're not in front of the mic anymore, you're still behind the scenes. So tell them yeah, where they can I'm find still, I'm still seeing what's pod. going on. I'm still seeing what you're doing. You're, still, you're out here doing great things. I see it. I see the connections being made. You can get the merch that Jen was talking about. Get the old merch now before it goes away forever. And then get the new merch when it comes out. So two for one. So that when the new merch comes out and you see someone in the new merch, you can be like with your old merch. Yeah, I'm a hipster. I was into them before they got mainstream. Or <laughs> yeah, before they got mainstream or whatever. Yeah, yeah one day exactly. Jen is going to be like on like TV or something or a famous podcaster. And he goes to be like, yeah. You know, as a fan of them back in the old days, I'm happy for her now that she's world famous. But, yeah, <laughs> it can be that hipster. That's why you got to get it on the ground floor. Get that merch now before she blows up and everybody has the new stuff. That's me. This is my prediction. You're hilarious. I'm just saying, hey, <laughs> I believe in you and I believe in the podcast. Ah, oh, that's right. The pod is awesome. Yeah, We're just sham. Do you want to give them your special links on how to find you? I don't know. Do I want to read my stuff? People already see my face, but. Like you, you, you can follow me at Ghostabby, but I don't tweet about anything related to the podcast. Like it's completely different. But I guess since what I'm no longer what you should have here, done was give them your burner account. Oh yeah, no, I can't do that. I, that, that that's a little bit too nasty, even for the podcast. <laughs> Shame enough, on that you. Is part of why my life got like more interesting because I I started this account where I, I only talk about sex, and I did people who also only talk about sex, and one person was like, "Hey, what up?" You down? I was like, I'm down. And that's where that came from. Yeah. That's my life advice. Start a burner account. Talk about fucking. Maybe you'll find somebody who wants to fuck you. Out of- okay. Great. Yeah. <laughs> that definitely wraps that up. So once again, for the last time this season, are you ready to do the thing again, Sham? Are you ready? I'm so ready. I'm so ready. I'm got it. Got it. I'm down. Okay. Do it. <clears throat> All right. I'm Jen. I'm Sham. And... and- <laughs> We're, We're not monogamous. <laughs> I don't know what happened. Okay, so we get it. We're close. We're close. We're pumped. Okay. All right. <clears throat> I'm Jen. Oh, we're going to get I'm Sham. We're, We're monogamous. monogamous. Why do you keep doing that? God damn it. Stop hesitating. Commit. I think, Commit. I think it's one of those that where it actually worked out in the end because it, it sounded synced on mine. We're hoping. <sighs> We're going to find out. It's going to be crazy. Okay, guys. See you in the fall. XOXO. Bye. Bye. Uh, This was a great season, guys. Honestly, I could not have asked for more support from you. Special shout out, of course, to Sham for coming back and blessing us. Shout out to altplayground.net. They've been our sponsor this entire season. We couldn't have done some of the things that we did without them. So shout out to them. Shout out to Andrew Marchucci of the Shelf Love Podcast. Shout out to YouTube Bright, our favorite Jamaican clothing line where you can use code Monogamous to get 10% off your order. And really, honestly, this whole season is dedicated to you guys. Like we said, there are some changes coming. We will be reducing the amount of episodes for season three, only coming out twice a month instead of every week. There'll also be a couple of changes in how we're putting out episodes, including YouTube Focus. So we said it. 
people have mentioned it to me. We're happy you announced. Yeah, there will be some YouTube. And of course, the sad news is that Sham is no longer a regular host on the podcast. Just right now, we both can't make this work at the level that we were making it work. And so we decided that it was best for him to pop in every once in a while, but long term that I would do the majority of the hosting. But it doesn't mean I'm going to be alone every week. There are some special guests already lined up for season three to host with me to cover some hot non-monogamous topics. Now, of course, let's tell you where you can find the pod. You can head on over to monogamishpod.com. You can find everything about us there, including our detailed show notes for each individual episode and also transcripts for those episodes that do not have show notes. So yeah, we are still behind working on that. Sham is helping me with that along with MJ, fabulous, fabulous friend MJ. On top of that, we're putting up all of our old episodes on YouTube. So everything from season one and everything that we've done for season two is going to be on YouTube. Hopefully before we come back from this mid-break mid-break this break between seasons whatever that's called we're gonna try to get all the old episodes up on youtube by then of course like i said season three will be more video focused so you will see a lot more of my face in the face of all of our guests and all the grainy camera qualities that we can provide so there's that you can follow us on social media twitter instagram facebook at monogamish pod you can still find our most recent episodes on soundcloud for now but we will be closing the soundcloud account temporarily permanently to completely focus on YouTube. So there is that. We host this podcast using Anchor. So head on over to anchor.fm. You can do anchor.fm slash monogamishpod. There's also a support option if you want to just throw money at us for being great. But the podcast is posted everywhere. Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, where we will ask you to rate and review us and press that subscribe button on all those podcast options. Five stars if you please. I love reviews. They make me feel good. You can find me personally at Happy Met Jen on Twitter and Instagram. I also have a website, www.happymetjen.com, where I talk about my sensitivity reading services, my podcasting thing, because I have two other podcasts, and more, just more from me. You can head on over there to find all of my intimate thoughts about things. And you can also definitely, probably should, head over to our Patreon. There will be tons more bonus content coming out on Patreon for Season 3. And of course, when you subscribe to be a patron at a certain level for a certain period of time, you get special vintage merch. And our regular merch shop, you can find that on the shop button on monogamishpod.com or head on over to monogamishpod.threadless.com. Some of those merch items will be disappearing after the Season 2 finale has been out for a couple of weeks. So I'm going to let you know, if you want some Jen and Sham merch, now is the fucking time to get it because it is about to disappear forever. So thanks again, you guys, so much. I could not have imagined routing out Pride Month in a better way except for having that big gay orgy I talked about. But until next season, I'm Jen and this has been Monogamish Pod. Bye, y'all.